Hola, amiga. I believe the only way to create a life of your dreams is by taking massive action that makes shit happen. Basically, amiga, handle your shit. Yes, I said that. Handle your shit. Stop playing small and start breaking down cultural limitations, gain back your feminine power, and become the unapologetic and unstoppable Latina you were destined to be. This show is meant to inspire, motivate, and awaken your soul's potential. You will learn from business professionals, successful entrepreneurs, and creatives that will teach you mental corrections, insider tips, success strategies, and of course, a dose of personal development. I am your host, Jackie Tapia, lawyer, transformational life coach, and entrepreneur. I am also a wife and mom to a little badass Latina. I'm obsessed with changing the Latina's mindset and breaking down cultural barriers so that you can live your best life and step into your true power and start living a life of abundance in all ways and always. Join me for inspiring conversations with thought leaders and learn how to handle your shit. ¿Estás lista? Vámonos. Hello, 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 amigas, and welcome to Amiga Handle Your Shit podcast. So this will be our final sequence of the vault before we unleash new episodes. And wanted to make sure that we release episodes that they're still resonating today. And one of them is with my girlfriend, Veronica Franco. And uh, she has such a beautiful vibe in terms of like serving and not selling. And that really makes me think about the event that we are hosting on March 24 of this year here in Los Angeles. Make sure you grab your ticket before they're gone because last year they were sold out. But here's the thing. It's not about selling. It's, it's about serving. And at this event, we are definitely going to be serving empowerment. We're going to be serving the most amazing, wonderful, beautiful women who will be honoring us with their voices, with their stories, with their struggles, and showing us that it can be done in health and wellness, in in wealth. And just being in that vibe, it is so incredible. Please make sure you go and purchase your ticket before they sell out because they will. And you're going to see there Veronica Franco, and you will notice that it's all about serving always. And you're also going to hear in this episode where I got interviewed and and how it's always been the trusting process of surrendering to what was old, what didn't work, and knowing that our divine feminine always has our back. And so sending you much love with these two episodes. And like I said, next February, my birthday month. I got, oh my God, I forgot about that. Oh, amigas, uh, so many wonderful things happening, but make sure you purchase your ticket. But remember that we get to trust 
and surrender to find the magic. You know, the magic that we have. You're going to find that at the empowerment event on March 24th. And you're going to see us. You're going to see Veronica. You're going to see me and all these empowering amigas who get to be in your presence and we get to collaborate and we get to honor one another for the magic that we have within us. So without further ado, this is our next episode. I can't wait to also see you in March. Make sure you go and purchase your ticket. I am always super excited to have this wonderful woman who's here in front of me. Her name is Veronica Franco. And Veronica Franco and I go back in the BNI times. So this is a couple of years ago that I met this beautiful soul and we immediately hit it off. She is my Aquarian sister. She is my sister from another mister and a superpower. She's been working with Provident Title for some time now as Senior VP of Sales for Provident Title, right? And she's been in the title industry for the past 26 years. So she is a badass. This woman has done everything. And I want her to let you all know what it takes to be in a position that she's in. And what makes it different is that her life is not about selling, but versus it's about serving. So amigas, I really want you to learn from Veronica because she has such amazing tips for you. And I want to start off by saying, welcome, Veronica. I love you to death. And I know these amigas are going to love you too. Welcome, welcome to Amiga Handle Your Shit podcast. Oh, thank you, Jackie. Oh my goodness. It's such an honor when I received your, was it a text? Maybe a text. Yes, it was a text. And I was just so honored because I know I had been on your show before with a group of ladies and it was amazing. But just to have an hour to myself was just like, wow, that's that's awesome. So I'm very grateful for you. And you know, I love you too, my Aquarius sister. (laughs) Oh, God, I love you, love you, love you. So let's get started. So, Veronica, you always tell me that you come from humble beginnings, but I want amigas out there to know who exactly Veronica Franco is. Where'd you grow up? Who's your mom? What's your upbringing? (laughs) Well, Veronica Franco was born in Los Angeles, and she was born in 1974 with immigrant parents, my father, And of course, my mother. And uh, we went back to Mexico because my father wanted to go back. He didn't feel comfortable here in the United States. And so anyway, to make a long story short, things didn't work out in their marriage. And so my mom ended up leaving my dad for just reasons that one day we'll talk about. But anyway, so then we moved to, I remember my story starting in Tijuana. My mom was a single mom. And, you know, I I started going to school there and then where she worked was on Revolution and selling little curiosidades to all the tourists. And so since I was born here in the USA, a lot of her co-workers would tell her, why don't you just go live in San Diego? Your daughter is an American citizen and there's a lot of help. So we did that with the help of her brother and lived in San Diego. And that's where my life changed. She used to clean houses in Coronado and worked very hard. 
we moved a lot around. We moved a lot. And I never really had a stable childhood. So I would see my mom work so hard. And, you know, I just was like, I want to be an independent woman. I would go to Coronado with her when she would clean houses. And I wanted, I wanted one of those houses. <laughs> I wanted that life. I'm like, why can't I have that? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, well, it's a really nice area. Right. And for, for amigas don't know, Coronado is a city in the state of California. And it is a, a really, really beautiful. It's by San Diego. So just wanted to let amigas know who are, because this is an international podcast, so they need to know. So Coronado is like really like, just imagine Beverly Hills, but this is all in, in the San Diego area. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> As a little girl, I always had big dreams and so, you know, all her bosses or, you know, the ladies that she cleaned houses for, they all loved me. I, I think I was a little, a very charismatic little girl and they liked me. They were, you know, I wanted to be like those ladies. And so they were great mentors. So then my mom remarried uh, this amazing man, Ralph, may he rest in peace. And he became my dad and he brought us over to Covina. And that's where my life changed for the best. I ended up at South Hills High School, graduated from South Hills, ended up going to Mount San Antonio for community college. And when I was going to community college, I wasn't into it. So I get, you know, I was I was working part time to Barry's Jewelers doing credit collections. And when I was doing collections, that's when I said, oh my God, I hate this. <laughs> I can't be calling people and asking them to pay. And so my best friend, we became best friends. We met there actually. And I have to send her a shout out. My comadrita, Carmen, she went to work for a title company. And we were about, I would say 21. And she said, Vero, they're hiring um, do you want to come and interview? And I, I said, okay. I didn't even know what title was. I knew it had to do with real estate, but I didn't know what it was. So ended up going to the interview. I got the job. I would drive all the way to Sun Valley to customer service. And that's where I started. I started in customer service. I ended up not finishing Mount SAC. And I learned how to, you know, talk with the clients over the phone. I was on the phone with them forever. <laughs> you know, I like, it just, we just had great conversation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, they would call me to, so that I could prepare profiles or get comparables. And we ended up talking about, Oh, you know, Oh, okay. You live here. Oh, wow. Wow. So, you know, that's, that's how it all started, you know, just being in customer service and connecting with these individuals and so then one of the things that I always asked was, who makes the most money here at the, at the title company? And they said, the sales reps. And I said, I want to be a sales rep. And nobody ever wanted to work at the corporate office, which was in Glendale, because everybody had to get dressed up and all the VPs were there. And when there was an opening, I was the first one to raise my hand and said, I want to, I want to go. I want to be there because one of the girls that worked there was pregnant. And so she was on maternity leave and they needed someone else from customer service. Well, that's where everything changed because that's where, you know, all the executives were, the president of the company, the sales reps would come in. And I had 
an opportunity knock on my door six months in and this amazing mentor, he Wan Chen, I always call her my Asian mother. (laughs) He took me under her when she asked me to be her assistant and no questions asked, Jackie. I said, okay, I don't care. I don't want to get, you know, I didn't ask about getting a raise. I was so young. I was only 21. I didn't know how to negotiate. Right, right. I mean, yes, at that age, it's like if you want that, uh, let's say you want a $100,000 salary at the age of 21, it's like, do you have even the tools, the expertise? I mean, do you know what I mean? It's like, you're 21 for crying out loud, you're barely, you're a little baby still. I mean, sorry, amigas, for those who are 21 listening, but we, now that we were like, well, at least I can say I'm 47 years old. So believe me, when I was 21 years old, I guess I didn't know anything. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. All I, I was so happy that they gave me a badge with my name and they gave me a cell phone. I was like, cool. <laughs> yes. Some cups, some business cards. Okay. Go visit offices and start selling. <laughs> wow. No training whatsoever. But I do have to say, you know, he Chen did trained me very well. I, we would, you know, I've shadowed her and she showed me so many ways. And I, and I know that's where, where I learned that in this business, it's about customer service. It's about providing a service, not selling. And as the years went on, that's where I come from. And I'm so aligned with my profession because that's me. It's just providing you with, okay, what is it when I meet with clients, Jackie, it's, I don't go after client, you know, realtors that have all this production. The, my strategy is even the ones that just started in the business, I want to help them. I want to help them develop their business. I want to share my services. How can I help you? What can I do to support your business? And everything just comes so naturally it's so organic and it's also just establishing relationships nurturing relationships in fact last night I had dinner with my husband and one of my my clients that I've known since I started in fact his mom was one of my first clients she was an escrow officer and we went out to dinner and I've integrated my family into my business. That's so important. Once you do that, you take your business to that next level. So my husband and I go have dinner with Louie and Bessie. And I've known this gentleman since I started 26 years. So it's about nurturing relationships and not taking anybody for granted. Whether you during the pandemic, you know, a lot of agents were... We weren't, we, we had to keep connected, correct? Yes. But there was so many people that needed help that needed to be serviced. And yet, because maybe their production wasn't what it was before, for me, it does not matter. I'm never going to take anybody for granted. I'm not going not to treat you like if you give me a million dollar deal or if someone gives me a $10,000 deal, I will always treat you the same. It's about treating everyone the same because at the end of the day, everything adds up. 
Have you ever had a very challenging experience at your job that you can teach amigas out there what you did to get out of that, out of that complicated situation? Oh, absolutely. My goodness. So, you know, I started at 21 and it was good times. You know, I was cute and real skinny and, you know, just going into offices and okay, here's a deal. Here's a deal. Here's a deal. Right. So I never learned to network. That's one thing. I never learned to network. I never grew my business because it was so easy. And so when 2007 came, I was laid off. That's why I always say I have to stay grounded and humble because you can be on top one day and you can be on the bottom the next day. And that just came with experiences and and becoming wiser, correct? So yeah, 2007 was a nightmare for our real estate industry. And I was laid off and was really sad because I was at the, that title company for 13 years and it felt like it was a, a divorce. They did not take into consideration all the money I had previously made for them. It was like, okay, hey, you're not really closing, bringing in business. So bye-bye. See you later. And I was fortunate in, enough to be hired immediately and take the little bit of business that I still had, which the gentleman that I had um, dinner with last night, he was one of the, the clients I started with and he came and followed me. So, you know, I'm, I'm so grateful for those clients because they, they could have stayed at the other title company. So what happened is that when that happened, I had to just reinvent myself. I had to what is it? Shake the dust off my arm, put the sleeves up and go to work again. And that's when things change. That's when I joined BNI. That's when I started to network, network opportunities. If there was an event, I was there. I met so many amazing people. I worked the system at, at BNI. I was connected with some big time influential personalities in the city and just in my industry. And it definitely opened a lot of doors, but I, I worked very hard. Like I said, the first phase of my title career was easy. The second phase was let's get down to work. I have another opportunity And here I am. I've celebrated 13 years at Provident Title this past February. And last year, I had a record-breaking year. I brought the company over a million dollars in revenue. And so it was pretty amazing that even in a pandemic year, all the work that I did prior paid off. And of course, I had to navigate through last year's pandemic, we, you know, a lot of offices, everything was shut down. Our state was shut down and it was a little scary, but I didn't give up. I said, you know what? I got to learn technology. I have to get my Zoom account and I have to get the speakers and the show must go on. And that's what I did. That's amazing that you're saying that because what I'm hearing from you is that you learned how to pivot really quickly. Absolutely. You knew that things were changing. They're not going to be in person anymore. So what was the best way? Get on Zoom and start featuring people in your Zoom calls and 
bring up some really amazing people, right? I know that some of your meetings have led you with uh, Nora Guerra, who is a higher up at uh, Freddie Mac, right? Yes, yes. I love Nora. She has, I mean, talk about the power of proximity, right? Yes. I'm just surrounded by amazing individuals that bring add so much value to my business. And what's so beautiful about Nora is that she doesn't get paid to do that. She does it because she's such a a beautiful soul that she says, Vero, I want to help you. And that's being genuine. She's an authentic, genuine leader too. And so I'm very grateful to, to her and all the speakers. I mean, I've had so many people help me and yeah, it was a game changer. But going back to your question regarding a challenging time and the outcome. So when I was laid off in 2007 and then I came to Provident, out of something bad, something good happens, right? So because of that experience, I had to learn to reinvent myself. And because I did that, I succeeded. And I am now where I am exactly, I always say, I'm exactly where I need to be. I am in such a great place right now. I'm very fulfilled and I'm, I'm very happy with all the gifts that God continues to give me. Aren't you involved now with a leadership program, right? Yes. And I, yes. I would love for you to speak to that. Because... Oh. You know, it's, they don't allow just anyone to be part of this USC leadership program. It's like there's a process. So please, can you explain that to our amigas that are listening now? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, personal development is so important. And amigas, please invest in yourselves. Before you go buy that expensive bag, those expensive <laughs> shoes, invest in yourself. Invest in Jackie's Amiga Handle Your Shit Academy. I know I have... Some friends of mine, my sisters, my book club sisters that just went through her academy. I took her macro mastermind workshop. So always invest in yourself. Maybe make it a goal once a year to do something for your inner self so you can be the best version of yourself, right? So yes, I am now enrolled in the Multicultural Executive Leadership class with uh, Dr. Yasmin Davids, and I am loving it. In fact, I was working on homework prior to this podcast. (laughs) Not the homework. I am meeting some badass women. I mean, we're talking top-notch, like professionals, executives, pretty amazing program. Let me see. We started in March, and I should be done in June. So I will be back to my social events after June. But right now I'm just, I'm, I'm really, really taking it in. But it's a great program. And yes, you do. You have to go through a process in order to be accepted. And, and I'm just honored that I was one of those individuals for this cohort of, of 2021. And I'm learning a lot. I mean, that's all I can say. It's, it's whoever's listening, if you're interested reach out to myself or or Jackie and and we can give you more information, but it's a pretty amazing journey. So Veronica, you've had such an amazing, beautiful trajectory with title and you've been doing this for such a long time. And, you know, before we wrap things up right now, I always ask my guests if they could 
provide us with one or two tips on how amigas can handle their shit. All right. So let's say tip number one is always be professional. You know, your presentation is so important and I'm talking first impressions. Always be prepared. You know, every time I have a webinar or a meeting with a client, it's important that you look your best, that you are professional and you are prepared. And the second tip is don't ever limit yourself. You can achieve anything that you want if you believe in yourself. I'm a big believer of vision boards and manifestation. So goal setting, never doubt yourself. Always believe in yourself because you are the only person standing in your way, right? I am my worst enemy. So I have to make sure that I believe in Veronica and I've believed in Veronica and, and I have my vision boards and I make those visions a reality. So always just believe in yourself. Hello, 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 amigas, and welcome to Amiga Handle Your Shit podcast. And today is a bit different. I have my gorgeous, beautiful friend, Ashley Goner. And Ashley is going to be doing something very different. Usually I'm interviewing people, but today she's going to be interviewing me. Isn't that crazy? So we're going to reverse engineer this thing. And, you know, I've known Ashley for some time now. And I just want you all to know a little bit more about my path with Amiga Handle Your Shit podcast, how it all started. And I truly believe that Ashley was the best person to ask the questions and convey that to you all. So thank you. Thank you so much, Ashley, for being here, for taking the time to interview me. And Amigas, you're in for a great treat because I've known this gal. She's amazing. She has her own podcast and she's just great at asking questions. So why wouldn't I get the best? So here, here she is. Yeah. I love you, Ashley, for doing this. Thank you so much, so much. Oh, thank you. I love doing this. And I love the, that you asked me and I feel honored. And ever since I met you, the connection that we had and have has grown but, you know, when I think of you and when when I think of starting a podcast like we did, you know, at our age, right. <laughs> you know, it's just one of those things where you're like, OK, I guess I'll do a podcast. Right. It sounds kind of fun. But when I, I remember, Mike, I was in the group before you and then you did the next group. And I remember hearing all these things. Amigo, handle your shit. There's a girl that does this podcast. I was like, what a cute name. You know, what a bold statement. Right. What a way to say to people, come on now, let's do it. Let's just handle it. Yeah. You know, and it just gave me without even knowing you this feeling of the person inside of you. I knew who you were. And then to find out your background as being an attorney and all the stuff that you've done your whole life, you went to USC, yeah, right? Yeah, like, I, <laughs> I mean, think of what, as who you are and who you try to empower. I just love where you've, just where you've come and where you, what your focus is now as a, you know, getting out of your forties and wanting to do something new. But what I love is to teach people that are, you know, think they're stuck or think that they have to do this job or, you know, they don't have any, you know, say in what they think they can do because people can be, do, or have anything. And we know that, but, you know, I also, before we get started, I want to 
I love the fact that we both went to PSI together, or we didn't go together, but we have that in common. A lot of the stuff that we do on a daily basis is because we've been indoctrinated, domesticated to believe that this is what you need to do to get by. Right. And having done the the sigh, I mean, I just was like, hell no, no more. I'm not going to do this anymore. I want to wake up in the morning and be like, oh my God, what a fantastic day. I'm going to live up my life. And I know in my heart that abundance is just coming towards me. Yes. And as opposed to this whole scarcity of it all, because as practicing as a, a lawyer, it was really debilitating for me. I'm not saying that, you know, that for every lawyer, because there's lawyers that love what they do and they continue to do what they do. And that's great. I love the advocacy component of it all. I just don't like the oftentimes the negative energy that surrounds it. Right. Because you're constantly trying to fight for someone or get the like win. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. and, and inside we learn win-win. It's supposed win-win. to be a win-win, right? right. Yeah, exactly. So I was like, how can I win? And then the opposing side going to win too? Wait, wait. <laughs> like that just does not make sense. You know, in law school, they teach you to win. Right. When a client hires you, they want you to win at yeah. any cost. And so someone such as myself, which I believed my entire life to be, but I rejected the notion that I was an impact and I would feel people's energy and I just didn't know what to do. I had no idea. And so I feel like I've been robbed. How come no one told me this existed? Mm -hmm. But I was, you know, I was so close-minded. I was so entrenched in my career as a lawyer that in that time and space, I had no room for growth. Right. No room to really find out what's out there. Uh, you know, I kept saying, well, I'm fine, you know, whatever. Like, isn't this how we're supposed to feel? <laughs> right, totally. <laughs> or did I went to school and I paid all this money and I, you know, I focused and studied and got this degree mm-hmm. and this is what I have to do. So tunnel vision and I'm going to go and be the best, yes. right? Yes. I don't care what I'm, you know, this is my thing. Yes. And that's what people believe, you know, and they get out of college and then they think they're supposed to be on this like trajectory of, on the train track you know, with no detours and no growth, you know, instead of thinking, open up, look around, what is there? What is, and then that woman coming to you like an angel saying, Jackie, wake up, you know, in that moment. So you go, you study, you're, you're a lawyer for how long? Oh, back then. So I've been a lawyer now for 20 plus years. So that was what, 17. So that was, yeah, 17 years into it. (laughs) Right. And believe me, when I went to law school, I remember vividly saying, and just really saying to myself, I'm like, I'm only going to do this for 10 years. Don't ask me why Um, I said that out loud. Hmm. I mean, I guess the universe knew. Right. Because I don't know, like I just said, I'm going to do this for 10 years. And then five years passed, 10 years passed. 15 years pass and I'm still in the same, the same way. And I thought, no, this, you know, a decision I made as a child to be a lawyer, you know, doesn't mean that I need to stay practicing law the way someone told me I need to practice it. Right. And so I decided that I'm like, okay, no, now, I mean, I have my firm, but I feel like, you know, it's not like I work for the firm, the firm works for me. And for a long time, I just felt like I, 
I was hustling and grinding and it was that low energy vibration because these are the things that we learn inside and then in other further education and personal development that the best way to live is to live with ease and grace and flow. And being a litigator or going to court was not anything. <laughs> it was everything else but flow and ease. <laughs> and grace. It oh wasn't. My gosh. You know, I know there's a transactional work, but I've always been such a huge advocate. And that's the part that I do love of uh, being a lawyer. But I realized that I could still be this huge advocate in this transformational life space, like yes. even bigger. Because right. I think my voice is bigger than just going into a courtroom. Right. Oh, so much bigger. And Jackie, when you think of leaving, so you were the 10-day women's leadership and you left there. And was that when you said, I need to do something? I need to, you met Michelle at, at spin class and she was having a, a podcast. What? How, tell me that. How did you even get there? I, so see I, all the synchronicity. So when I believe in there's no coincidences in life, that woman came to you, right? There's no coincidences. And all these synchro destiny moments are coming to you because your vibration's high. You're open up. You're not in that little tunnel on the train anymore, going, your, you know, making yourself crazy. So now all of a sudden, this whole world has opened up and you're like, oh my gosh, this is how life is supposed to be. And now the people come, right? Right. right. Or you, they've always been there. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. now you see them. And you take them for what they are for you as a gift. Because life is more than just the nine to five job. There's so much more. And so what I've done in my exploration throughout these years is I journal, I meditate. I always work out because that is super important. And I always try to do good not only by me, but by others as well. Right. And I feel like bringing amigas into all this. Oh my God. If we, if we could get out of our way, imagine, imagine yeah. what we can do. Because in my view, in my mindset is that we can all live a macro life. And what does that mean? That means that if you do well for you, you do well for everybody. Yep. You know, I always say we have the ability to end world hunger. And why haven't we? Because we're all so narrow micro mindset. But if we all had a macro mindset, a growth mindset, we would eradicate that. But you know how you're either growing or dying, right? Yes. So what do you want to do? Grow or die? Right. And I always feel, I love the saying, like when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. And when people look at things in their little small mind and nothing's wrong with that because we're all in our own journey. But when you meet people like you or me that are on, have seen the light and have seen this, have changed the way they look at things. So everything they see now has changed. So now when we have that vision and those glasses on, we see it. So what, if you don't, you're missing out on really the meaning of life and we just want to guide you. So having a mentor is huge having met Michelle and having her guided us to, you know, it's so important. Success leaves clues, right? It's not someone sitting in front of you, Jackie, that can relate to you and all of you, what you create in your life, that you have surrounded yourself with these beautiful Latinas that look at you and think, wow, look what she's done. She's a lawyer. She's done it her whole life. Very successful. 
right? All of a sudden she's transforming into this podcast, Amiga Handle Your Shit, because she's taken this, open her eyes, taken that course that, you know, she drank the Kool-Aid and now you're like awake and you want to awaken all the other Latinas and say, look, you guys, look what we can do. We can completely transform our lives, others' lives. Let's do this. Let's get on, get on my train, right? (laughs) That's what you want. Yes. I mean, that's what I want. I want, I want everyone to experience life in that way. There's no, everything is so perfect in life. And when you realize everything's perfect and you go and you take those little steps and you open up and you meet Jackie and you open up and you see, hear this podcast and you think, oh my gosh, there's a sign. I need to connect with her, which she's the most open person. I absolutely adore but you think of what you're doing for that community because they see you as this, you know, why wouldn't you just stay as a lawyer, you know, making money, you know, all the things and, you know, the stature of being a lawyer. Mm-hmm. And then you decide, wait, it, it's not fitting who I really am here to be. Yeah. And to take that pivot in life and to know that you're leaving that, what you've studied in college and did your almost 20 years of doing that and to think, oh no, I want this for everyone. I want people to feel the way I do. That is huge. That is why, that is what we came for that song. This is what I came for is what I always think of like, this is why we're here. This is why everyone is here. When I've been in your classes and I've seen these beautiful Latinas like looking up to you and going, Jackie, what can I do? And tell me what to be and tell me how to, you know, how can I think that way? You know, and then you give them this formula of, you know, empowering every week and they start, the light starts, the, sh- the almost like the onion starts to peel yeah. and then they start going, oh, and then their eyes look different <laughs> and they're glazing going, oh my gosh, this is what life is supposed to be like. This is what Jackie's meaning. But to go through the process of your whole formula and your class and what you teach and what you teach from what you've known and then have grown to be so they can relate to it. That's the Kool-Aid. <laughs> That's where they all get their Kool-Aid or their margarita. Yeah. But um, I just see that, you know, when you can find that, that those people that are drawn to you, they're drawn to you for, there's no accident, just like your sweet angel and Michelle and all that meeting you, all the things that when people look at it that way and embrace it and think that's for me, I need to listen. I'm here for a reason. There's no coincidences in life at all. And let me listen to Jackie. And I have to listen because I know that she's going to teach me how to peel this stuff off of me so I can live this beautiful life. I'm here to live. We're not here to suffer. We're not here to be depressed. We're here to live life in love and give back and, you know, create this beautiful love, you know, be loving and giving. See, that was what my next question is before we close up, because I know we're getting to the end, but your next thing is a book. And what's the point of the book? What do you want to write about your life story? Do you want to teach that, in it? That's the thing that I'm I'm going to find out because I'm going to New Mexico, Santa Fe. And Santa Fe is so spiritual. Mm-hmm. It is so, because I've been there before as this uh, young person. I was in my 20s when I was there. And I remember, I'll be back, but I'd never put a timeline with that. And now I'm going to be back. And I'm like, interesting how life is. It's bringing me back and this is going to be my new stage, my new stage of life. And, and I know that in this seminar, I'll, I don't know exactly what it, what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. I know 
it'll be something in regards to Mika handle your shit, but I don't know if it's my life story of how I handle my shit or the life stories that I have mm-hmm. with my guests, a combination. I have no clue, but I'm open. Right. Because I know spirit is with me all the time, all the time. And I know that I will know. I'll know then. I'll know yes. exactly. <laughs> and I think the word like that keeps coming to me is like, you just surrender to the thought and you trust, you know, you just go. And it's the same thing you've done your whole life. Like just with this last, what, couple years where you're like, okay, you know, you learn to go, okay, that sounds interesting. Yes. I'm going. Yep. We just don't question. We just keep saying yes. And, you know, as a mom, you know, as with you, as a mom, you always like, it's so important to teach kids that like, just say yes to things, you know, who knows if you, you know, who knows if the podcast was going to be something, but we said, yes, you know, and is it, does it feel good? Oh, it feels amazing. There is something in there. There's that feeling that you go, gosh, I love that. And then you, now you go, you want to go to New Mexico. Oh my gosh. Trust and surrender. And just, and the thing that I look at you and I relate to is don't ever live life with what if, you know, there's no what ifs. Do you want to go to your grave and say, what if I did the podcast? What if I did, you know, all the things, what if I didn't do those things? What if I did it? What if I did it? Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I love that. Yes. What if I did it? And that's the thing, amigas, you know, live your life as the best day of your life always. And just trust and surrender that everything is working for you. And, and that don't get stuck in the suffering and the, Oh my God, I got a bill to pay. Yes. We all got fucking bills to pay, but say, thank you yeah, for the bill. Thank you. Right? Thank you. Thank you. Because I can pay. Yeah. So, And you know, it's not to say that people aren't struggling. Yes. I've seen many individuals that do struggle, but also know that they're, that struggling is optional. You know, Tony Robbins always says struggling is option optional. Pain is not. Right. So you can decide whether you want to continue to struggle or not. And it's your words that you talk about when you talk about your bills or you talk about your struggle. Don't share that. You know, that just brings more of that into your life. Talk about just even if you want to pretend it's happening, tell somebody, tell Jackie how beautiful your life is. Even if it's you're struggling, make it sound amazing because you'll be so surprised when you're telling your brain your life is this beautiful thing and you're thinking it's really not. But I'm going to tell Jackie anyway. (laughs) But then all of a sudden it's like, wow that is magic. It is telling God and the universe that that is what I'm living. And that's what you walk into, you know, it's that simple and that beautiful and that easy is once you start living this beautiful life that Jackie's found. And it's so beautiful to hear and to know that you, you know, to know that you trusted and surrendered and use your mind, listen to that little voice in in your mind to say, Jackie, it's time to really start living your passion living in purpose, finding your purpose and passion, and then waking up in the morning and going, this is a a new day, a new day. This is all I have right now. This moment, this is all I have. And if I can wake up right now and help one person see that they can do the same thing, that is, I've done my job, right? 
Right. Right. I mean, that's who you are. That's the person that you are. Mm -hmm. And then you do it again the next day. But all we have is now we don't have yesterday. We don't have the past. We don't have tomorrow. That's not even in our life right now. We just have right now. Right now. What can you do right now? What can you do right now to see the beauty and the love and the, all the things that you have inside of you that is just wanting to come out and you're just, you're holding it in. Don't hold it in any longer because that's life is too short. Life is unlimited. Unlimited. What is your last words of wisdom, Jackie? Because we've gone over our 40 minute that you you know you (laughs) wanted to go, but knowing you, I knew it was going to go over and I was like, I got to know when to stop. (laughs) Yes, I know. Well, you know me, I always like, I always have my guests always give me one or two tips of how amigas can handle their shit. So I'm going to give you my condensed version of how we can handle our shit. So obviously the first thing is do the inner work. I would say about 20 years ago, or maybe less than 20 years ago, I read the beautiful book called The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz, right? Oh my God, she has it there. (laughs) Ashley is uh, showing the four agreements. (laughs) And so... One of the things it talks about is being impeccable with your word. And for me, what resonates with that is that in order for me to be impeccable with my word, I needed to do the internal work. I really, really needed to get out of my way and figure out what is Jackie all about and know that my purpose in life is to bring love and joy to Amiga's on this planet. And so as soon as I realized that, I'm like, oh my God, love begets love. So if I put that space, that energy, that vibration, it's going to come back. Yeah. And so knowing that you need to do the inner work and that's either hiring a coach or getting yourself in these Tony Robbins or these programs, especially my program, which, you know, I'm offering them but you must do the inner work and you're going to know in your heart of hearts that this is the way to be and that you can be unstoppable and unapologetic living in this high vibration. But first it starts with you and not going to purchase a car or a spot. Believe me, those are nice things, but it requires being truthful to yourself and really letting go and releasing, allowing for spirit to guide you. And I feel like that's the way, you know, amigas should handle their shit is do the inner work. Um, So many amigas out there don't do the inner work. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Amiga Handle Your Shit podcast. If anything resonates with you today, please share it with your friends and subscribe rate and review the show on your favorite podcast player. Don't forget to share it on Instagram, Facebook, and other social media platforms. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback for us, you can reach me directly at www.amigahandleyourshit.com. Thank you so much for listening. Gracias y hasta la próxima.